0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back or welcome to the Beautiful and Brave podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Pughes, and today for episode three, I'm going to be talking about rest and taking time to practice the Sabbath and what that all entails. So recently, and why this podcast episode is being posted, um, a few weeks later than I intended was because I've been very overwhelmed with life. There has been just a lot on my schedule. I've been pretty busy lately and it has taken or has made me take time away from the podcast because there, believe it or not, uh, there's a lot of prep work and time that goes into making these podcast episodes and I want to do them justice and I don't want to just write down some notes and record things on a whim. I like to kind of plan and get content ready going into a podcast episode record or recording a podcast episode. And the past few weeks I have just been working a lot so I'm a nanny or babysitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, I do that almost every single day for the most part. And (laughs) kids are a lot. And they take the life out of you. And I love kids, don't get me wrong. I love my job. I'm very thankful that I'm in this season of life where I'm able to babysit, make money, and spend time with kids and love on them and also help families out. But props to all the parents out there listening to this because y'all have a very hard job. The kids are not easy, especially toddlers. They just run around and it's always go, 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 go. And while in the time that I'm babysitting, it's fine, I realize I get home and I'm just physically drained. And then i 'll go to the gym or i 'll go to the gym before, and that also takes a toll um on my body and i 've just been very tired lately, and for good reason i mean it 's not like i 'm tired just for no reason at all. I do work out and babysit every day, but it has definitely made me take time or to take a step back from recording the pod a podcast episode. Um, Especially writing blog posts. I posted one the other day, but before that, I don't think I'd sat down to type up a blog post in about two weeks, two or three weeks, which for me is a long time. But I really did need a break, which is why I think these podcast episodes may be rolling out every other week or maybe just two or three um, sprinkled throughout the month. Not still not 100% sure um, what the schedule with posting will be like, but obviously y'all will be in the know about that. But yeah, so I realized that, so this past Sunday, um, the sermon, what really, at my church, what really convicted me was our pastor was talking about how the go-to word that he says when people ask him how he's doing, how his family is, what's going on in his life, he says, I'm busy. And this convicted me and I was like, wow, me too. Why is that my go-to word to say? Why can't I respond with something else other than the word busy? And I find that a lot of other people struggle with this as well. We live in a society and how the world works. It's a very go, go, go mindset. And if you're not go, 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 or doing a million and one things, then you're somehow looked down upon or you feel guilty. For me, for a long time, I had a very, very relaxed schedule. I was not doing much. And I felt very guilty of that. Because I see everyone else doing a million and one things and I would start to think, why am I not doing that? Why don't I have a busy schedule? Then I have now have a very busy schedule and I'm always looking for time to rest or time to have a break. And I don't mean just time to sit on my phone and have a break. I mean time to either read the Bible, read a book, or just sit in silence for a little bit. Um, to just like assess what's going on in my mind, to my body, my day. Um, but I do believe that the world sells us this lie that we have to be busy all the time. And especially I've seen with moms, um, people who are stay-at-home moms with a new child or some new child or children in school, whatever, um, that You know, you should sign up for PTA. You should be the soccer mom, be bringing all the treats. You know, just the list could go on and on about what is expected from stay-home moms because it, people say that it's not a job. When I believe being a stay-home mom is a job. There's a lot of housework that goes into it. There's a lot of prep with kids, food, you name it. The list could go on, and I don't want... I would hate for, you know, moms who live at, or obviously live at home, but work from home or or stay home moms to think that they aren't doing enough because they are. Same with a college student. If you're in school and you don't have a full-time job, that's okay. While I do think that it is important if you are in school to do some sort of work, whether it's just babysitting, like a little part-time job, something else other than school just you know like a hobby like it doesn't even have to be a job per se but just something else going on other than school um i think that is important but don't think that you have to be in every single club don't think that you have to do every single thing that everyone else is doing just so you can be seen as successful and busy i find that people think that if they're busy they're going to be successful which I think is just very far from the truth because you don't have to be doing every little thing and keeping up with the Joneses, whoever the heck they are. You know, you don't have to be doing everything to be successful or to have value. That is just very misconstrued, I think, but that is how our society works. Not works, but that's just what the world sells us. And being a Christian, I have... You know, they say that Sunday is the Sabbath. That's the day that God rested. I, on the other hand, have a hard time with resting and doing nothing and really, and okay, when I mean resting, I don't mean like absolutely doing nothing, blobbing around the whole day. But I do think that it is important to take time to rest, to rest your body, rest your mind. This may just be, it doesn't even have to be on Sunday for me, I will say. So for me, every Wednesday for a little bit, I haven't really decided an end date for this, but every Wednesday I am fasting in prayer and being in prayer every Wednesday. And I'm fasting from me and I'm fasting from social media. And this is, I think it's needed for everyone, but it can look different for other people. For me, I have no problem giving up meat for a day. I eat a lot of plant-based meals regardless. So, you know, taking out meat for the day is not a big deal, but it is important because I do love chicken and I love salmon and I do like meat. And in the Bible, I believe it's in Daniel 10, um, when... Daniel talks about his fast and his prayer life for twenty one days, which is where the Daniel fast comes from. He sacrificed the desired foods so that he could deepen his relationship with god and essentially that's what I will be doing um, because you're not going to grow without sacrifice you are not going there are just certain things that come with sacrifice and If that means sacrificing meat once a week so that I'm able to just remove those desires, the worldly desires out of, and take the distractions out, I will do it. Um, With social media, it is very, it's hard with having a blog and now this podcast because social media is key to getting your content out there, reaching people, and engaging with your followers, but you know, there are seven days in a week. I can do that every single day, but one day. I thought I'd be having a hard time with not going on social media for a day, because that's what I do. If I have five seconds, I'll grab my phone, go on Instagram, scroll, 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 go on Snapchat, see what all my friends are doing. It is a very toxic, um, outlet that I have in my life is just going on social media in the endless scrolling and filling my mind with junk now I will say I do follow a lot of really really good people like Sadie Robertson Lisa Turquist if I hope I did not butcher her name if you're listening to this Lysa or if that is how you pronounce your name I'm so sorry um, but especially like Sadie Robertson the whole Robertson family Christine Kane, Louis Giglio, I follow a lot of really well-known people in the Christian um, society, I guess, and they post great stuff. But also, on the flip side of that, I follow people that I will find myself comparing my body to, find myself comparing my life to, because I've said it before and I'll continue to say it, Instagram is a highlight reel. And there are a few people who post the real raw stuff, and which is what I try to do always. I try to be as honest as possible. I don't like hiding things from the people who follow me to find encouragement to find rawness um so I hope that I always do that justice, but I get very caught up in just my go to being opening up Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. So fasting from a worldly desire like those apps and social media, I have found, and I'm only halfway through the day, but I've just found a little more at peace and not anxious. Because I I don't know about you, but if I pull up Instagram and I'm seeing just tons of stuff, what other people are doing and a bunch of crap, it just makes me feel not so much anxious. I don't really know what the word is, how to describe it, but I just feel a little kind of like, oh, like that's what they're doing. I'm not doing that. Okay, cool. Or look down upon myself with comparison. Oh my gosh. I had to go through Instagram over summer and unfollow a lot of people who I found myself scrolling through their feed, comparing what I look like to them when I know I'm never going to look like them, and I don't even really want to look like them. I want to look like me, be me, who God made me to be. So it sometimes if you're in a place like that, you do have to take um, action and remove the people that you may not have any self-control of looking at their stuff with. Um, I just found that when I was following tons of beach models, whatever, that I would get stuck on why don't I look like that instead of thinking and thanking God for making me the way that I am and making me beautiful in my way and giving me the unique features that he has given me rather than sitting there comparing, saying why don't I look like her. That is just, I find that to be a huge slap in the face to God. And when you really think about it like that, it just kind of wakes you up and realizes that comparison will steal your joy and comparing your life your body honestly anything your stuff that you have to other people it will rob you of your joy and your happiness but there are some points with talking about rest and slowing down and just taking time to kind of relax there are some points that I read wrote down that I kind of want to share with you guys. So the world and our society tells us to be busy is to be good, successful, or valued. This is um, a lie. I don't want any of you guys thinking that you have to be busy to be good, successful, or valued because that's so far from the truth. You are who God says you are. You are not your work. You are not your college education. You're not you you are not the things that the world wants to tell you that you are. You have to understand, and I had a hard time. I still do struggle with this, but you have to understand that, you know, there are things given to us by God, like it may be a job or people that he brings into your life. That stuff is all good, but being busy is equally so god it's, i don't know how to really explain this but so god he gave me these nannying jobs all right so for example he gave me these nannying jobs and i'm very very grateful for them but there is a fine line between letting that rule my life and then being thankful for what god has given me and i mean that in a way so i have these babysitting jobs but i have been offered a lot more and it takes self-discipline to say no to some jobs so that I do not get overwhelmed and lose sight of rest and taking some time for myself. So I just think it's important to understand there is that fine line and there should be boundaries set up around work, school, whatever it may be so that you don't become overwhelmed and stressed with whatever gift. That God has blessed you with or given you. And the second point is we think that being busy should receive a gold star for doing a million and one different things. I have found that if I'm doing X, Y, and Z nonstop, go, 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 that I should be receiving some type of achievement award or be getting praise or applause because I can quote unquote, multitask. And I can do all these different things in one day. There's 24 hours in a day. Cool. Let's see how much I can get done. And this may not be the case for you, but for me, especially when I was in school, I if I had a loaded schedule and I was just doing everything, oh, wake up, go to the gym. Okay, I made all my meals for the day. Then I go to school, then I go to work, and I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm not getting in bed bed until like 11, 12 o'clock, and then wake up at six to do it all over again. I felt that I deserved some sort of award because I could handle everything, but then I would crash and burn and be overwhelmed and stressed because I felt like I didn't even have time to breathe or have time for myself because I was nonstop go, go, go. And again, this may not be the case for you, but for me, if I have a, now having a very, if I have a overwhelming schedule, or if I find when I'm looking at my week, that I just impact every single day, I will remove some things I'm able to remove. I will take a rest day from the gym if I find that one day I just won't have time to go or I need time to just relax. I will say no to some babysitting jobs because there are days where I just want a day to have nothing to do, just read my Bible, have a slow day, meal prep, do things around the house, clean my room. There are some times where you have to... It's. A little bit of self-discipline, but also just knowing yourself. How much can you handle? And are you willing to put in breaks in your day, breaks in your week to rest and take a Sabbath? And the third point that I want to make is that we buy into the thought of, I'll sleep when I'm dead and I need to have the go, go, go mindset. I hear people say all the time, Oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I'm going to keep going. And honestly, that is just a little stupid. Um, I get where that point is coming from and I see the side of that. But at the same time, that's just a horrible mentality to have. If you are never taking time to rest, rejuvenate, just taking some time for yourself in any way, whether it's at the end of the day, beginning of the day just one whole day out of the week or a few days out of the week, if you're not taking time to rest and you're having that sleep when I'm dead mindset, you're going to crash and burn at some point. I don't know when it will be for you, but for me, it's after a week or two. And at one point it was after a few days I would crash and burn. And then I would take a whole day to either just kind of recover like fuel myself back up, and then I would be go, go, go again for a week or so, and then I would crash and burn again. If you have a time in your schedule, and it may be Sundays, or it may be on a Monday, a Wednesday, like in the middle of the week, you need to have a day where you just sit, refuel, get it to get not really get it to- together, but You know, kind of fill yourself back up with God's word. Maybe read a book. We can't run on empty all the time. And that's why the Sabbath is important so that you are able to recover, rejuvenate, refuel so you can continue on. Um, And even I feel like I might have like Wednesdays are the day that I will be fasting and praying but I may even be doing that on Sundays too because I because I get so overwhelmed and stressed about having a busy schedule or, you know, wanting to fit everything in. I may have to take two days to just relax, kind of detach from the worldly things so that I can focus on God and pour, um, pursue Him with all so that I'm able to pour into others. That's a huge thing. If you are not filling yourself up and taking time for you, then how do you expect to pour into others? If you're I mean, this is the base the most basic example, but it is it's a great example, so I'm gonna say it anyways. If you have an empty glass, nothing's coming out of it. How do you expect to continue to go if you don't fill it back up? And we're not superhuman. I mean, the world may try to sell us that we can be and that we can multitask and do everything at once. And, you know, we are very limited humans. That's just what a human is, a limited being. God is the only one who is limitless. God is the only one who can be omnipresent. He is the only one who never runs out of energy. But even when God is all that, he still took a day to rest. God, if you think about it, God, Doesn't have to rest because he can be go, go, go all the time. He's God. But he chooses to take a day of rest when he was making the world and in creation, the story of creation. He took that time to rest. So why don't we obey what he says and do the same? He wants us to be fueled for him, or he wants us to be fueled with his word, his love. His grace so that we are able to pour it out to others through the Great Commission. And as I'm preparing to go to Costa Rica in June, which I'm very excited about, um, I will be very, very diligent about taking time to spend time in the Word and to pray and to prepare my heart for this journey. Because it is going to be a very, its I want to say it's a week. Um, in Costa Rica. And I want to be as filled and fueled with God's word and his love so that I'm able to bring others to him. And I ask that if you are listening to this to pray for me and the team that is going to Costa Rica in June. I think prayers are more important than money, which the money is important, but I know that if God calls you to something, he is going to provide that. And he called me to this mission trip, which is why I'm not worried at all about how the money is going to get my account to pay for it. But prayer is very important and I don't take prayer lightly. Um, people throw it around all the time. If someone's sick, they post that they need prayer on Facebook or Instagram. People comment, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And sometimes I see that those comments and I hate that I think this, but I'm like, are you really praying for them though? And how deep and extensive are your prayers? Not that prayer always has to be deep and extensive, but are they genuine? And I want you to know that if you do ever come to me for prayer, I am genuinely praying for you. And I love to even pray for you in person, pray over you. Um, I just don't take prayer lightly. And for a long time, I was that superficial Christian who would say, I'm praying for you like, God bless. I would never do it. And now being a little wiser and just knowing better, I know that that is just ridiculous and kind of uncalled for. If you're not actually going to pray for someone, don't say that you're going to, um, rather just not saying anything at all. But yeah, so I know this was a short episode today, but I really just wanted to touch on the topic of rest. And just because I see a lot of my friends too who are burnout and, you know, don't take the time to really take away from or be away from the phone or be away from the world and take time to just reset and recharge. And I just wanted to share this encouragement with you guys that it is okay to take time away from social media, from the world, from friend groups. If that means that you are refilling your your soul, your heart, and pursuing the Lord with all, if that's what it takes is to remove yourself from worldly things so that you're able to pursue God with all and so you're able to pour out into others, that's okay. That is very important and everyone is different too. I'm not saying that you have to fast from social media and from me like I am once a week, but maybe just something along those lines or I hope it just encourages or inspires you to kind of assess for yourself. What do you desire the most and what do you need to fast from maybe? It doesn't have to be once a week. It could be once a month or you could do the Daniel fast. It there's no like set in stone way to do that. It is different for everyone, but I do think when you pray and when you fast and you take time to truly be one with God and to study his word it will do a work in you and you will see the fruit from that. May not be immediately, maybe a little down the road or whatever, but you will see the fruit from that. And I mean, this is only my first day of fasting. So I mean, I don't have like much to say about it, but I do feel just focused and driven to pursue God. I don't feel like I have a cluttery mind seeing what other people are posting. I don't feel that like I'm stressed or anxious when I see what other people have. And I don't, I feel very at peace today and i'm just excited to start this fasting and prayer weekly and i'm excited to see the fruit that comes from it because i know that god um god's favor will pour out when i am obedient to him as he his favor will pour out onto you when you are obedient to what he's calling you to do So that is it for episode three of the Beautiful and Brave podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Take something from it, whether it's the whole thing or just a little section. I hope that you're inspired and encouraged to just dive into God's word and deepen your relationship with him. I do want to close out in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for the people who are listening to this podcast, thank you for speaking life through me and using what you have to say through me pouring out into everyone's lives. I just pray that you continue to do work in and through this podcast and in through the people listening. Father God, thank you so much for choosing to love us every day, even if we are do not pursue you with all. Thank you for continuing to show your grace every day to us. Your mercies are new every morning, and I thank you so much for choosing me and choosing every single person listening, that you call us sons and daughters, and that you love us with all, and I pray that we continue to love and pursue you with all. In your name, Jesus, I ask this. Amen. So. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please follow on Instagram. I will have everything tagged in the description box below. But we are at thebeautiful.brave podcast and at thebeautiful.brave. The second Instagram was my blog. But again, I'll have everything in the description box below because... If you're like me, I don't ever remember what the people say at the end of the podcast. (laughs) But yeah, I hope you guys have such a great day. And again, I'm so thankful for everyone who has supported me and supported my podcast and my blog. So with that being said, I'll see you guys in the next, or see you, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye.